welcome to episode 417 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. What if I was Romeo in black jeans? Um, well, I'm not going to be your Juliet in white jeans. What if I was Heathcliff? It's no myth. Um, Is this a lyric from something? Yeah, it's a song. Heathcliff. It's uh, maybe she's just looking for someone to dance with. You familiar with that one? uh, Probably by the original artist (laughs) with some music. Maybe <laughs> as opposed to Justin singing it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, is it like it a- was? Uh, it was at the end of the movie Loser. You remember that movie with Loser? That um that, the comic book movie? No, wait, that's Losers. Loser. That was with the American. No, pie this guy? was yes with Jason Biggs and uh, the American Pie Girl and American Beauty Girl. Something Servino because I can't remember her last name. Mira, or maybe it's Mina something. Mira, mm-hmm. no, because Mira, Cer- Mina Servino is Mina Servino is a specific other actress. I can't remember her name. She was the blonde in American right. Beauty and American Pie. Right. Yeah, we we hear you. What's up, man? What's going on? Not much. I'm just turning the yeah. AC down more because okay. it's really hot in here, really stuffy. Uh, so not much. It, you turn it up then. Te- Whatever. The temperature down. I hit the I hit the down button repeatedly. <laughs> so, All right. So you want the temperature? But down. yeah, I guess. But the AC up. The fan is going not faster. It's cooler. Yes. Okay. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, establish that. What's up? What's going on? Uh, I have been. My free time has effectively been utterly consumed by a game called Slay the Spire. This is a card game that just came out for the Nintendo Switch. It was it came out for PC, I think, at the end of last year, and it was in early access, you know, for a while before that. Um, but as you know, I, I, I saw it and it, I, I I clocked it immediately as something I would be into. But I was like, you know what? I bet that's going to come to Switch. And I'd really like to play that on my Switch. That is a perfect Switch game. And sure enough, they announced it for Switch. I waited. I bought it. And I am completely, completely consumed by it. Just, it is, it is Justin's jam. So, as I said, it's a card game. Basically, um, if you've heard us talk about Hex over the last, oh my God, seven years. Jesus Christ, Matt. Six years. Well, hold on. Let's not put it in the hex category. I will. I will put it. I will personally put it in the hex category. And 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 the reason I I do, you you're, you are right that it is it is it is very different from hex. Hex was we're going to rip off Magic the Gathering, um, and we're going to make like an MMORPG out of it. Except except parentheses, we're not actually ever going to do that second part. Oh, um, hold on. Now I got to stop you. I got to stop. I've uh-huh. played, actually loaded up Hex, like in the past since we've recorded last, and I've played it on the campaign, and it's it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's it's okay. Is it I okay? Gonna, I was going to okay. say to you, like I would highly suggest that you you uh, get an account, uh, get an account, uh, and, and load into the. No, I have an account. Get an account somewhere. 
That's me doing quotation marks. And, uh, oh. you know, build a deck and then run through the campaign and stuff because there's, there's two, two, uh, two acts to the campaign, right? Uh, you know, I guess forever. Um, and there's some really creative themed decks in there and bosses and stuff and villains. You know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Mm. Um, and I hate, uh, after playing it again, I kind of hate knowing that that's there and that what they achieved with that. And not a lot of people experience that. Mm. Okay. That that's but, fair. Uh, I, I do, I do know that they did. I mean, it's not like I, it's not like I thought they didn't add anything Right. Uh, single player because it's actually been a few years since they add they started to add that stuff into it. It just, I think my ongoing like disappointment yeah. and feeling uh, towards them just kind of like oh. colored everything, and it just made me like so yeah. resistant to even load yeah, it up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it um, definitely doesn't have any multiplayer aspect, but from a single player aspect, I think it turned out okay. Um, and I I, I definitely uh-huh. hate you know that it has that negative content connotation uh looming over it right yeah yeah no doubt and you know obviously um i I, it's easy for it's easy for it to sound like i'm like blaming them 100 percent. i know gamers get it in their head like oh i'm entitled and i deserve things and i can't believe they didn't deliver on this exact promise as they said four years ago like i understand development goals change um if you know for example, your game isn't really a success. It makes it really hard for you to deliver on things that you wanted to do um, in the case of Hex. Um, so, you know, like I, I, I understand that and I and I appreciate that they did deliver some of that. And, and admittedly, a lot of, um, you know, like another part of my um, hesitation to bother with it is I've 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 grown apart from the Magic the Gathering system. Um I played a lot, <laughs> played a lot of magic. Uh, and it's, it's hard for me not to remember the times that I got too much land or too little land or when I, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm top decking. I need the next card and like, what is it? Oh, it's a land. The exact thing that I have way too much of this game or, you know, all I need is one more land and I go six turns. And so like, I, and I've talked about this before, I, having played Hearthstone, I just, I, I prefer that style of game at this point. Like, if I draw a card, I can probably play it. Uh, may not be my favorite card, but, so, you know, I'm, I'm not fond of the, the, the land resource system well, of Magic funny, It's funny anymore. that you kind of bring that up, because that, that segues really well into your Slay the Spire tweet that you made recently. Well, I did tweet recently about Slay the Spire, but as, you know, so I, I tweeted a complaint, but the thing is, is, and I, and I said this to someone that responded that was like, Oh, I just picked this up and, and you know, I'm really enjoying it. And I, and I was like, well, I'm glad you did because I was complaining, but I'm basically, I'm complaining in the way that like a top level person rating on, you know, the highest bosses in wow might have a complaint that, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't invalidate, you know, someone who's just leveling and wow and having fun. Like, it's still a really fun game. I think that the end game is too hard in a way that constricts creative deck building, which there's a lot of creative deck building that can be done in that game. Um, it's one thing I like about it. But yeah, like, so there, there is that. But 
So let me let me back up a little bit just to describe the game. Um, it's 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 what you would call a deck building roguelike. For I mean, for people that know what that is, that you immediately go, oh, okay. Um, for anybody that doesn't, basically, it means that you restart a game every time you lose. Like you start all the way back at the beginning, and you have to recobble together a deck. Um, you you do get some unlocks. Uh, for a while, I don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if you continue to unlock stuff, but basically, because what happens is like, you are this character who is climbing a tower. Um, and you, you take little pat, you take it, you, you choose a path through the tower, tower from a map screen. Uh, and those, that map screen has these little nodes that are connected by lines that, that, that they all, they all go towards the top because at the top of this, each map is a is a boss that you have to fight, and there's the base game has three of these maps with the with the final third boss. So you you can decide, and, and each node has a little symbol on it that tells you, oh, this is a fight, or this is a shop, um, or this is a campfire, which allows you to rest and heal or upgrade one of your cards, and then you are fighting your way up the tower you fight um these you you, when you load in it's sort of a classic rpg turn-based look your little characters on the left and then the monsters are on the right and then you draw five cards from this deck you start with a deck of like 10 cards i think maybe 10 or 11 um and it's a very basic deck and you are you have an energy amount you have three energy that you can expend each turn and each card costs I don't know zero to I think I've seen a, a five casting cost but five casting costs really rare most of your cards cost zero to two um, and you are you decide like okay I'm going to play this attack card and do some damage to the enemy or I'm going to take that play this defense skill and that's going to give me some block when you gain block here's here's another aspect I should explain the enemies. Like it'll load up and you go and then the enemy goes and then that repeats. Um, on your turn, when you're deciding what you're going to play, the, each enemy will actually tell you what they're going to do. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to attack for 11 damage. Or they'll say, well, I'm going to block, I'm going to put a bunch of shield up or I'm going to put a status effect on you, but it won't tell you what the status effect is. Um, although over time, you, um, as you encounter monsters, they all do the same. They they all do what each monster does, um, which was just to say, like, you will start to learn monsters and know, oh, this monster puts a bunch of this specific hex on me. Um, so you are, and that's, that's, that's basically the fight. You expend all your energy um, by choosing what uh, uh, cards you want to cast, play. Uh, and then anything that's not played is discarded, then the enemy goes, and there's a lot of, like, at the end of your turn, this could happen, or at the beginning of your turn, this could happen, all that stuff processes, and then you draw five more cards, and you do that until either you die or the enemy dies. Um, and then every single uh, encounter with an enemy ends by letting you choose one of three cards to add to your deck, and you don't have to add those cards, any, any card to your deck if you don't want to, which is very key, because this game is all about card management. It's it's about deck management. It's about card value. It's about card cost and synergy and combos and understanding 
what it is to build a deck. I one of the first things I tweeted when I started playing this is like if if you've played a card game, even a Magic game, if you played Magic the Gathering, like this this game Slay the Spire, it's a totally different uh, system, but it will help teach you. I think a lot about I, I think a lot of players, especially in the beginner to intermediate range, don't understand card value. Do you know you know you know what I'm talking about, right, Matt? Like, hello. Yeah, sorry, I'm okay. gonna mute myself. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, my, oh, sorry. Basically, uh, cantrips, which is you play it and you get a card back, mm-hmm. draws you a card. You wanna, or you want to make sure that you have like a lot of. I, I, I myself like to get a lot of zero cast attacks. Oh, that you, way, oh, okay, you have been playing it then. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. prefer the uh, the daily mode. Because hmm. that kind of like lets you build your deck right off the bat. You sometimes. Know? Oh well, yesterday's day. Yes, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, what Matt's talking about is like there's the base level mode, and then there's a daily challenge where it's like, okay, for this run, you got to play this character because there's three characters that you can choose from, and uh, for this run, we're going to let you actually choose the 10 cards that you're going to play, uh, build your first deck with out of this, like, 30 cards, I think. Um, and also, like, you can decide which node you want to go to. You can jump lines because the map I was talking about before, like, otherwise you don't, you, you like, pick one of three or four lines, and then you have to right. follow that. And sometimes lines will branch together and come apart, but for the most part, you have to go along a line. So you really, really got to review the map before you decide. But in this mode, that this challenge that Matt was talking about, you can just like jump between and basically do whatever you know you want as you move up. Yeah, that mode is really fucking fun. It's also, I thought it was going to be, I didn't play any of it initially until I had um, like beat, beat the, beat the regular game once and, played a little more and I was like, oh, let me check this challenge mode out. I, I've actually found it to be easier than the base game. Um, yeah, I just, I, I've, I went through like the first act or whatever of the base game. I don't know okay. what. And then I was like, I'll try this other thing. I just found the other thing way easier to play. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> because the base game is like, oh, uh, you get these shitty cards yep. against these really hard opponents. Uh, well, you didn't draw any blocks, so you're fucked. And it's like, <laughs> well, it'd be nice if I got to pick the cards that were in my deck. You know, that's why I kind of hate calling it a deck builder because you feel like you're constricted. You can't really build it. Like, it would be nice if it was like that mode where you got to pick the first 10 cards. Like, because you're like, I'm a decent player. I know about this. I know about deck building and stuff like that. And I know right. what I want to achieve. But me having to go through and like just get my ass whooped by like the third or fourth uh, group of enemies I come across because I haven't like RNG'd into cards that I want, you know? Yeah. It's well, I don't know. It's very frustrating. Right. So when I, when I use the phrase deck builder, I'm thinking about um, a specific kind of, I almost say board game. It's a, it's a card game. Yeah. It is that. I mean, it's specifically a deck builder. You start off with 10 cards, five attack, five defense. Yep. And you're just slowly gaining cards, but it's not. And, and there's a lot of luck involved in those games where you're like, oh, I'm going to try and make this kind of deck. Oh, man, I can't. Oh, dang, I didn't get to that card before, yeah. you know, the, my, the other player did. So, yeah. And, and like you like like you tweeted, um, there's also not a, not just cards. There's also relics that yes. really are powerful oh, yes. and really helpful. Yeah. 
Uh, and they're, yeah, like, there's like they're basically persistent buffs for you yep. as you're traveling through the game. They're um, very important. <laughs> oh, very much. And you're like, well, it'd be nice if I got this one that gave me extra energy at the beginning because I'm finding that all I'm getting presented with in the RNG is oh, yeah. like cards that cost two or three or something like that. Yep. And like, yep. so it's, it, it's very yeah. frustrating to like draw those three cards or whatever cards mm-hmm. that you draw three or five. I can't remember. Five. And, yeah. Base, and you five. draw those cards and you're like, wow. Okay. Well, uh, I'll get to play two of these cards. And I don't right. know. It's just, and I, I mean, hate, yeah, Go ahead. I hate having it keep up with my deck in my head while I'm playing because I, it's like, I got to make sure that I'm getting cards that work with everything else that I've already got. Well, at any time you can press, um, like one of the, uh, I was gonna say one of the shoulder buttons, but you're playing on PC. (laughs) You can, you can press a, press a key and look at your deck. Even, even when you're like, and what's really like, it's really forgiving kind of surprisingly, because I didn't even realize this. I, I, I I mean, when I say I've been playing the shit out of this game, I think I've got like 60 plus hours on it in the past week and a half. Um, I realized the other day, so like when you're picking a a reward, when I was talking about, oh, pick one of these three cards, and you're like, I don't, none of those cards really go with my deck. I Uh, I skipped the shit out of some cards. I'm just going to skip. I'm just going to skip that choice. And I went back to the map, and I was like, hadn't decided, like, okay, where am I going to go from here? And I like hit the return button on accident, and it was like, oh, you you wanted to get one of those cards? And I was like, oh, no, but I like that. You know, in case I accidentally exit out of this, I'm not like, fuck, I didn't pick a card, but I wanted one, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like and and those relics you're talking about, like you each each of the characters start with one. Like I definitely would recommend playing with the base guy. Um, I think you can only play one hero at the start anyway, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Once you get past um, like the first act, I think you unlock you slowly. Yeah. Unlock people or that guy teams. is good. Because he's his his every every character starts with a relic and his is just heal six at the end of every combat, so it's it's a really good way to hedge, you know those those rounds like you were talking about where you just can't seem to get any block and the enemy's like oh I'm gonna do my big attack this turn you didn't get any block well, that sucks um, you also have three potion slots and you'll randomly get potions as rewards um, the shop I was talking about before is like a really great way um, you get because you also get gold as rewards the the shop will always have six cards you can buy um and three relics the relics are expensive but you can certainly get them and uh three potions and you can also pay to remove a card from your deck which as anybody that's played a deck builder knows um you definitely have to get like the shitty cards out of there (laughs) um the game will also like there's a lot of pros and cons like uh, enemies while they're fighting you. They might like, oh, this enemy, whenever it hits, puts a shitty card into my deck for this combat called a wound. And the wound is unplayable and it doesn't do anything and you can't get rid of it. That combat, it just it just takes up space in your deck. So when you draw it, you basically have four cards to pull, pull from and you can you can get relics that are like, oh, when you do this, this good thing happens. But also we put a curse in your deck. Um one relic I found, uh, <laughs> this this is a good example of like understanding what deck building is all about. Is like I got a relic that was you don't discard cards anymore, and I was like, cool. There's always cards that I don't get to play because I don't have enough energy. You know, I draw five, but you only have three energy. I don't have enough energy now. I'll get to keep those. And like 
it took one combat for me to regret the fucking shit out of that relic <laughs> because you just end up drawing like you end up with a handful of cards that you don't really want to play right now or that you can't play right now or if an enemy is like throwing a bunch of debuff cards into your deck you'll just start drawing those and you want those out of your fucking hand especially if the card says at the end of your turn take two damage <laughs> so that's yeah. like i immediately like that's basically a trap relic as far as i know there's probably some decks that, that can take advantage of it but <laughs> well, what really um, sucked was finding out oh you have a hand limit yeah well it's high I was like, it's but, 10 yeah like I yeah. was draw, I like had so much like card draw in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm just I'm wasted on this. Okay, that's fine, I guess. That's shit. But the you know like w- when the game excels is when you get these engines going. Like I had a I had a run last night where I uh, I had a what the fuck was it? It was a relic that whenever you play a power card, a random card in your uh, hand costs zero that turn. So then I just start picking up power cards. And what power cards are are is when you get the power card, you play it, and it gives you some sort of buff for the rest of that combat. And then the card evaporates. Like you can't you can't double up the buff. It just goes out of your deck. So you don't it kind of yeah. kind of gets out of the way. Uh it's what Exhaust. it's what the what, Yeah, it's what the game calls exhausting. Um although well, power cards are like yeah, so exhausting is actually different from what a power card does. The power cards just straight up evaporate. They don't technically exhaust because there are cards that say on the bottom exhaust, which means what I was just talking about. You play it and then it just goes away. But it goes into like kind of like magic has the remove from game uh, area. It puts it in the remove from game area. And then as Matt was saying, there are there is at least one card I know of that's like, oh, get a card out of your exhaust pile. Um, and so anyway, uh, this combo, I was just like, I just had all these powers, so I would just get like a handful of like two powers, and then it would like make the other stuff cost nothing. And then if you're filling your deck with uh, cantrips that like Matt was talking about, and some of them are really good, like there's one that is just oh, because the other thing is, is you can upgrade your cards once. So like there's a card called Pommel, which only costs one and does nine damage and draws you a card. When you upgrade, it now does 12 damage and draws you two cards. <laughs> uh, that's really good. Um, there's a lot of lot of card draw in the game. There, there's there's just a lot of creative things. And, and there's cards that you're like, why would I want to do that? So there's a card called uh, Tireless Defense. And what it does is it gives you block for the turn, but it also exhausts a card in your hand that you choose. So when I first saw this card, I was like, what? I don't, for nine defense, I don't want to be like, you know, having to chunk cards out of my deck for this combat. But then you realize like, oh, when I'm coming up against an enemy that's putting a bunch of chaff in my deck with like these um, debuffs, like that card's actually really good. Because <laughs> um, then you can start dumping stuff out. Or if, like, for example, the the base warrior guy, he has a two casting cost attack that only does eight damage but it puts vulnerable and i just like it's the first thing i get rid of out of that deck every time i play it um so a card that exhausts that out is really nice and that i don't know it's just it's and then you and that's just for like one of the heroes you play the next hero which is a rogue type and it has access to like a whole different set of cards it has a different relic um that's fun to play around with and then you get access to the construct 
which has these orb slots that float above his head that you play. Like he's totally different from the other characters. You play these things that like channel types of orbs into it. And then at the end of the turn, those orbs do something. Um, and you can also like evoke the orb, which dumps the orb out of the slot for like a big effect. And it's different for every type of orb and you can combine the orbs and it's like really. And then also it has all his different cards that you have access to. So it, it is, it is, it is fun just playing around with that. Um, I am at the point where I have reached the true boss a few times and he is stupid hard. Uh, when I, when I am playing to try and beat that guy, that fucking thing. And actually the, not, not just him, but like it's, it's a, it's, there's like a really hard boss right before the final boss and you don't gain health <laughs> after you beat the, the little mini boss beforehand. Um, so like when I'm playing to, to, to beat the game, which I still have not done yet, I'm literally looking at every card or relic or potion I find. And it's like, will this help me beat the final boss? No, then I don't want it. <laughs> um, but you know, the, it's it's still really fun to play. Just just like building a deck, like oh, I've, I've seen this card around, and you know what? That would synergize with another card. What if I started stacking these cards and made a deck where, like the rogue character, where I just um, there's these things called shivs, and they they cost zero and they do four damage, and there's like cards that just put shivs into your hand. And I was like, there's a card and there's a power that makes the shiv do like a whole lot more damage. So it's fun to try and build those kinds of decks. But yeah, it, and, and you know, like I like rogue. I love roguelikes. I like cards with random. I like uh, games with random effects. I like card games. It's it's I would actually equate the system is a lot like Hearthstone, uh, actually, just without the creatures that you play. Um, well, I, I take that back. It's not actually a lot like Hearthstone. I forget that Hearthstone starts at one energy and then ticks up every turn. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's, like. I mean, it's like all other deck builders. If you played a, yeah, yeah, I guess it, I guess it's just like a deck builder, like a card game deck builder, like a real card game yeah. deck builder. Dominion. I don't know if it's. I haven't played Netrunner. I haven't I played. Netrunner. Yeah, I played Netrunner so long ago. I don't remember. Ascension but is that the other Ascension Dominion? Um, anything Cryptozoic has ever made? Yeah, but like eighty percent of Cryptozoic card games, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is is some like the hot? They've got a fucking. I think they've done one for every sport probably at this point. I know there's a goddamn hockey deck building card game. There's one yeah. for every Cartoon Network property that's ever existed. Um, it's a very skinnable thing because it's An they're fun. Yeah, I have a uh, um a Street Fighter deck builder that's uh pretty fun. I think I got that for yep. free, or you got it for me, or something. How did I get? We got that? it when we went to uh, Hex. Oh, when we went to mm-hmm. yeah, when we went to Cryptozoic. <laughs> yeah, Corey gave those to us. It was very nice of him. But uh, yeah, like I said, like it's and it's and it's the kind of thing that it's just so pick up and put downable, especially on the Switch because the Switch has that uh, that sleep mode, so you just put it into sleep mode and then pick it up whenever you have some time. And oh, look, I'm right here. I'm right where I left off. I'm in the middle of this battle. Um, you can play it while you're. You know, like watching something on YouTube or listening to music or just, you know, it's if it was if it was football season, it would be so fucking perfect because I would be watching football with, while playing this game. Um, so anyway, well, then uh, you're not watching football, Justin. True. Um, that is the kind of the funny thing, because I, I have I did pull this switch out last football season and I was like, oh, I can play this game while I'm watching football. But inevitably, I just end up playing the game and not really paying attention to football. Um when the plan when was the just over to your player when the when yeah. 
<laughs> well, the plan was just to play it during commercials because that's what I hate about watching football these days. Yeah. Um, uh, the other the other game that just came out. This is another game I've been looking forward to for a long time. It's called My Friend Pedro. Um, this is a side scrolling shoot 'em up. Uh, you you're you, you're running around these levels as this guy with like. I mean, pretty soon you get dual pistols and it's kind of crazy. You aim with your mouse. Uh, so you use like your, um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm playing with the switch, so I aim with the, the joystick, but like that, it, you aim around the screen with that in a kind that, of twin stick shooter right. style. I mean, that seems right. Well, like you would use your left analog to move and then the right analog to aim. I mean, it's, I've definitely seen it in games before. Um, trying to think of a game that it most reminds me of, and I can't, I just can't pull it out. I want to say MDK, but that's not, that's not the game I'm thinking of. Um, it's def- definitely for a computer game and a side scrolling shooter type. That's probably accurate, but like, I would, you know, like it's, it's most comparable to like a, a Metroid or a Mega Man. And those games are just like, basically you can either shoot forward up or maybe at a diagonal. Um, and then you're jumping around to like decide where those shots are going. And this just lets Maybe you Maybe in the Super Nintendo era where you only had one D pad, but no, come I mean, on, that's, that's still fairly standard. Like I would be surprised if they made a, a Metroid game where you could free aim like my friend Pedro does, but maybe they will. Maybe they will. When was the last time um, they made a Metroid game? They put out a remake of the second Metroid two or three or four years ago. Metroid Prime 2 or something? Metroid? No, no. When I say the second, I mean literally like um, the very first Metroid game came out on the NES and then they put Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. And oh. so this was a remake of that Game Boy game. Um, okay. They have not made a new Metroid in a long time. They made a, there was one that's supposedly pretty shitty that came out like nine years ago or something. Eh, not shitty, I shouldn't say shitty, but it wasn't like up to the level that people expected. And then we haven't seen a Metroid Prime game since the fucking Wii. Um, supposedly they're working on one, but the problem is that game series is not near as popular as everyone thinks it is. Um, particularly in Japan, huh. like hardly anybody in Japan really cares about it. It's a very American game, which is why all the Metroid Prime games were made by an Austin Studios, Austin, Austin based studio. Um, uh, but anyway, so my friend Pedro, the best way to describe this is it's Max Payne bullet time in a side scrolling shoot 'em up. Uh, you quickly get the ability to slow time um, on a on a pretty big meter. And so almost every encounter becomes like, OK, I'm, I want to j- I'm going to jump over this barricade within slow motion and I'm going to try and shoot these two guys before they shoot me. Uh, you get the ability to hold a, a button to um, aim in different directions. So you end up with these stylistic. Oh, sorry. You also get a button that it's basically a dodge uh, bullets button. Um, your character pretty much does a pirouette <laughs> and any bullets that would have hit you otherwise just go right through you and you, you get pretty, pretty judicious use of that. So basically you like a, a good example of something that would happen is you jump down into a hole with a with a guy on the left and a guy on the right while in slow motion while firing at both of them um and you know like dodging bullets um it's it you can jump off walls and it's got an interesting physics system 
they 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 start to introduce other things in the environment. So like at one point you find a barrel that's over on its side and you realize that, oh, I can actually um, by jumping on this and pressing in the opposite direction, my guy will will roll forward by kicking backwards on the barrel and do that in slow motion. And it's it's basically a game to make you look cool and stylish while you're murdering dudes. And that's, that's the fun of the game. Like if you try to play the game by not going into bullet time at all, it, it's not very interesting. Uh, I watched yeah. a quick look on giant bomb and God bless her. I love Abby Russell, but <laughs> the comments were so negative because like she basically never used the bullet time. Um, she, and, and like to her credit, like the game doesn't do a great job of forcing you to bu- use the bullet time. Like what they really need to do is make the enemies almost impossible unless you're using that bullet time. Um, instead, you know, you, you have a pretty generous health regeneration. So like the early levels, you can pretty much just rush through the game, just, you know, shooting dudes when you see them and soaking up damage. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they just don't turn it on immediately. Yeah, as as a bullet fires. like I would be that would actually be kind of nice because it's a little annoying um, keeping up with it. Um, I'm, I'm also like the controls aren't the best. They're, they're a little wonky in a way because like the dodge is, is similar to what turns the bullet time on. So like I often accidentally turn bullet time off while I'm in the middle of a bunch of dudes shooting bullets at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah. with you describing it, it automatically makes me want to play it with a trainer that turns on infinite bullet time. I don't know. I hate. Oh, yeah, that'd be that would be really fun. I, I hate. I hate when they give you a cool aspect with limited use. Well, you know, it's, you're supposed to be strategic with it. But yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, you know, like classic Matt, Jeremy and Justin memories from uh, 2001. Um was loading up Max Payne with infinite bullet time and just running through that game repeatedly. I mean, I don't even know how many times I ran through that game with infinite bullet time on because it was so much fucking fun. Um, yeah. You just pick a level that you're like, Oh, this is a cool, this is a nice ambush thing where I can just like burst through this door or something yep. slow mo and like do some like diving shooting action and stuff yep. and just watch bullets fly by me or, I can hit this thing that which explodes and it's just cool. And it had, it had had quick saving and quick reloading. I specifically remember a part where you're on a rooftop across from another rooftop that's lower. And there's like a door and a room. And in that room is a gas canister. And there were dudes in the room and there were dudes across the way. And there were like so many fun, stupid little, like even just doing the same thing over and over again was so much fun in that game (laughs) because it was just so satisfying watching, this ridiculous explosive bullet ballet in slow motion. Um, God, that yeah, was, I was on top of a roof and you were looking down into a window and there was like an air canister just sitting on this table. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you would like shoot the end of it off and it would like fly across the room where a guy was at. Yep. And it would blow. And it was just like, I think it would, cool I think it like would catch purgatory. him and carry him out the door and then explode. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it was was amazing it was great yeah the game was so good i remember us uh downloading someone reproduced the the matrix lobby and uh put like the the neo 
skin into the game and just yeah. playing that over and, and, and like the oh. I mean they really they really went the extra mile with this the modders did because like the pillars had uh destruction on them because this game also oh, yeah. had like destruction in it. Uh not 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 a, not intensive but yeah. like you could you could you could shoot through some walls, you could shoot some doors yeah. apart. So the the pillars would break and just leap and you would just leap around doing cartwheels while shooting dudes and ah oh, so good. Bring yeah. back Max Payne. Yeah. Bring it back. It'd be one of those games you load up and you're like, God damn, this is so blocky. <laughs> like, I don't oh, remember yeah. this game. In my, in even my in my head, it's so... blocky. I don't even know how blocky it would actually be now. But yeah. th- so like, and that's what drew me to my friend, pra- my friend Pedro, because I'm talking like two years ago, uh, because Devolver Digital is a, is a publisher I follow, had already decided to like pick up and publish this game. It's made by one dude. And so they would like randomly retweet uh, he he would do like a screenshot Saturday, but it would be like a short GIF of some cool thing that come some cool scenario and him doing it well. And they would retweet that, and immediately I was like, I've got to fucking play this game because there's there's not enough games that use bullet time. You would think it would have been like in everything, um, it just does not happen in enough. Action. Yeah, so he'd retweet like, oh, this you know the dude like pirouetting on a skateboard down a ramp while shooting people and then he jumps up into the air and because like if you blow a guy up because you can kick like dynamite at people uh then like their head and torso will become kickable so he would like he's like kicking dynamite at a guy while and then riding a skateboard and pirouetting bullets and then the guy blows up and then he jumps up and kicks the head into another guy and it's like wow that's awesome I sure hope I can actually do that myself while I'm playing this game. And, you know, sometimes it happens. You can ask yeah. Jennifer, like, there's definitely a lot of me flailing about and just getting shot and dying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which, I I saw a tweet. I think it was by, uh, I think it was an article that PC Gamer wrote or whatever. And uh, it was some guy talking about, like, he had made a GIF of, like, this is the best 17 seconds of, of my continuous hours of failure. <laughs> yeah. um, it was like him just like jumping down or something or throwing a frying pan yep. or whatever. And then shooting off of that and killing a bunch of guys then like dropping down and kicking the frying pan or doing all kinds of weird shit with this frying pan. And uh, he was like, <laughs> I just imagine, yeah, it's like that. That's the scene. You just want to like quick save and just come back to over and over again. <laughs> that's to my- see how you can. Like, yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, I, I, I do try to recommend games to you that I think you'll like. And I'm usually not a fan of your cheating ways. But when this game goes <laughs> on discount enough, I 100% think you should download it. And, and certainly yeah. by then, someone will have a, a cheat or trainer or whatever. If they don't already turn bullet time on, yes, the game will be easier. It won't be all that easier, though, because I still definitely get shot up in bullet time. But then you, you turn on that if, if, infinite, infinite health. health, turn the infinite health on, and it'll still be fun to play through. Yeah, because it'll just be like cool moments. I mean, absolutely. That's, that's all I really want to play a game for. Yes. To experience cool moments. Like, Honestly, I, yes. Like, sure. Like, like most games, you know, ostensibly, yeah, the game where, you know, you get a shotgun and you run around shooting people. Of course, that's supposed to be a cool moment. The problem is, I've been doing that for 30 years. And. Cool. That, and you, I, I, I don't know about you, but I know with enough time, I should be able to beat every game. Right. Like, 
I, I, but it's the experiences I have while playing that game that make it great to me. Yes. So it's like, so yeah, I know you hate that or you don't like that. I like run up the score in Madden or whatever, but it's just cool to see like the players like juke or something or like do some awesome catches or something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, every time that you have the opportunity to do that, whether it's on offense or defense or whatever, or you're doing a first person shooter and you're trying this level, you know, whatever it is, it's just cool to experience that. So like, yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, when you have those aids available to you, such as a trainer or cheat codes or something like that, it gives you more openness to explore the possibility of what you can do. Right. Well, and, and also like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because like, you know, games can be a challenge for people that want that. And we all have like a level of challenge that we're willing to get into, but they also need to be a game that just makes you feel awesome. Like when I play Bayonetta, it's challenging. Yeah. But what I'm getting out of that is the ridiculous things I'm doing and like all the style and all the like silly boss fights. And like, I love, I love that she's totally irreverent to what's going on around her. All these like weird ass angels are trying to take her seriously and say mean stuff and then she throws a lollipop at their head and shoots the shit out of them and that's that's like that's what gaming can be too um so yeah like it, even in slay the spire i i was playing it was it was in the challenge mode I, I was basically loaded up a challenge mode to get my head off trying to beat the fucking final boss like i need to unwind and i ended up making a deck where i was basically ending every you know like on the long fights i was ending every turn with 999 block like nothing could get through and I was enjoying like figuring out how high I could get that block. Nine hundred ninety nine, by the way, is the, is where it tops out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I, there's a card that just doubles your block, and there's another power that um, lets you retain any block between turns because usually, like if you put block up, it just goes away at the end of the turn if it's not if it doesn't absorb damage. So, like, the whole point of that combination was just to, like, just keep racking your block up and make it as high as you can. Like, you're not touching me. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So, um, I, that's, yeah. those are the, those are the two Pedro. games I'm playing. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't think I've. What's funny to me is you play everything on the TV, though, right? These days, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, on the Switch? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I just think about those games. I'm like thinking like, man, I would not want to look at a small screen and try to play that. I don't know. Like you mean like my friend Pedro, Slay the Spire and my friend Pedro. I mean, like oh, I, it's perfect I, I guess because I want more detail, I guess the smaller it is, it's the harder for me to like, I couldn't imagine like seeing bullets, I guess. I guess it'd be all right. Well, I should. Yeah, no, like I, I, I even switch games. There are only certain ones that I will play undocked. Um, I mean, the, the good thing about the Switch uh, is that they're putting all kinds of games on it. And there are, like, I mean, mobile equivalent games. Like, Slay the Spire could be, would be a perfectly good mobile game. Um, you can you can totally use a stylus or your finger and to manipulate the whole game with the, with the, with the, t- with the touchpad of the Switch if you want to. Um, but, yeah, like, it was, it was a little weird the first time I played it. But, like, once, you, once your eyes adjust, it's, it's, like, fucking perfect. I'm about to fly to St. Louis, and I'm so excited to have this fucking game to play for four hours. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to kill time. I don't, I think that's, uh, let's see. I went to Oregon. That was cool. I went down the Oregon coast mm-hmm. with Jennifer and her, um, one of her half-sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, 
It was, it was cool. Oregon's cool. I, I really like that place. I think I even, there's a good, I think I might even like it better than Washington. Um, but, uh, yeah. you would, especially probably Portland. Portland. I haven't actually, we drove through Portland and then we drove by Portland last year, but we've, I've not really spent much time in Portland proper. Um, but um, yeah. Jennifer. I was thinking when you said, when you said Jennifer's half sister, I was thinking, I, when we, when we announced that, are we trying to like separate ourselves? I should have just, them? I don't know why I like, I immediately was like, why did I specify that? I should have just said sister. No, it's I mean, like it it's fine. I kind of feel yeah. bad about that. No, nah, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's a perfect explanation of the, of the, uh, relationship. I mean, it's, it's an exact, relations. right. It's an exact specification, but it's like an unnecessary thing. I mean, that's to, what I'm saying. Like if out. you describe somebody, if you ever describe somebody as a step or a half, are you trying to point out that they're not like, that they're partially related or not related? At all? Like, I don't know. Well, like, in my case, it's because like whenever I'm talking to someone, um, she right. has three. She has three sisters, right? And she has like a quote full sister, <laughs> right. Uh, right? So like it's a way to delineate, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, like I would I would acknowledge all of my uh, siblings as half, and I'm saying like, I, am I doing that because mentally I'm like hmm, they ain't full? You know? I, don't know, like, <laughs> like, I mean like. Is there? A, I wonder if there's like a subconscious thing there that happens with people, and they're like, uh, "There's a reason why you're saying half or step." You know, you know what I mean, right, like, right. Fully accepted them as as an equal or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right, like it's like uh, it's a mental separation that you're purposefully um, yeah. putting in there, and that's and that's the th- that's part of the reason I feel bad is because like she loves her. Um, oh yeah, she loves her half sisters like she like she does any you know any any sister. Yeah. Um, like it's a, it's it's a very, um, so like she never specifies that unless she is specifically like someone's like, Oh, what are your siblings? Do you like describe in detail your siblings? That's the only time I might hear her say that. Um, Yeah. but, uh, anyway, yeah, Oregon, Oregon's cool. It's, uh, it was a little, it was a little warm, but it's the summer. (laughs) Um, we did a, we did a hike that was not as, um, rewarding as hoped, but it was, it was a good seven and a half miles, which was, that was rewarding for me because like I usually top one, I, I usually want my hikes to top out around five miles at most. So it was nice to know like, Oh, okay, I can do this. I can do a seven and a half mile hike. And while I didn't love it at the time, um, you know, I didn't even feel sore the next day. So that's, that's exciting because like when I'm looking at hikes, I, I tended to not even consider those. Um, yeah. But of course, the problem out here is like back back home in Arkansas, I'd look at a hike and I didn't hardly even have to think about elevation. Um, out here, yeah, <laughs> you got to consider. Oh, it's five miles with like fifteen hundred foot gain. Hmm. Not so fun. <laughs> so well, you got to come back down eventually. Yes, but the thing is, is that doesn't unwind the exertion. <laughs> In fact, it kind of adds to it, especially as you get older, uh, coming down can be almost as annoying and, uh, dis- dis- discomfortable as going up, um, as you, as you jostle your knees, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, cruising through the summer. Okay. Anything else? Um, nothing else, I, nothing else I want to mention. I don't think. Okay. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, the boys 
show on Amazon. I saw another different trailer for it. Yeah. It's good. It looks like it's going to be set up for disappointment. That's what I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm a little worried about it myself. Like, I hope it's good, but I'm worried it may just be like, we're hard R. Aren't we so hardcore? Oh, sorry. We forgot to write interesting characters or an interesting plot. Because we're so hardcore. Look, that guy's head just got chopped off. Blah, blah. These people are, these superheroes are fucking, yeah, you're into that, aren't you? <laughs> I hope yes. it's more than that. Because, like, yeah, I want, I like serious hard R stuff, but I need a good story and directing and, and dialogue and characters to go along with it. Yeah. Do you know, um, do you know when it comes out? The boys? 26th. Of July? Oh, yep. I guess we are in July. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that right before Jim got Carl Urban. So, yeah, you know, it's got Carl Urban. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those adrenaline junkies, I want to make a vicious animal petting zoo. The vicious so animal like, petting zoo. Like, oh, come yeah, pet so our like ravenous bears, uh, tigers, <laughs> wolves, alligators, uh, lions, tigers. Oh, my. Like, oh. So you want a petting zoo? Well, guess what? We don't have these lovable llamas or goats or any of that other shit. We got vicious fucking animals that if you try to bite them, if you try to pet them, they're going to probably bite something. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and pet that cobra? (laughs) See what happens if you're so brave. If you were sucked back in time to the 40s or 50s, do you think you could make a technological impact with the knowledge you have? Oh, what about cultural impact? So you don't get to bring anything with you. It's just your brain. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of some know. like really basic, clever invention. Someone came up with in the last 70 years that I could, you know, whip together. Uh, uh, like I, I couldn't even come up with like some, some, some advances that they did a hundred years before that. Like, Oh, I could, could I, I can't even come up with the cotton gym. I have no idea how that shit works. And they already had that shit nailed down. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, wow. No, yeah. I'd be total failure. <laughs> yeah. You think, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty smart. And then you go, I just couldn't make an impact whatsoever. Even a hundred years ago, like I could maybe, yeah, you know, I could probably con some people. I could probably do some good forgery of like currency or something, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to like, you know, actually contributing to uh, you know society and technology, I just could not. Like I could, I could describe something to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a device, right? And you make calls on it. It's in your hand. Um, <laughs> and then they go, and, and then they go. That's called a telephone. We already have that. It's 1943. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. And it connects to a tower <laughs> somewhere. They're like, so, like radio tower, kind of, kind, kind of. Like yeah, we've been working on that. It's it's called it's called a ham radio. <laughs> we we have right, that, but but it fits in your pocket. <laughs> oh okay. Well, how do you make that? Uh, <laughs> Japanese? Have you ever heard the word cellular? <laughs> Go over to Japan. <laughs> Where Japan's at? 
Yeah, actually, we've been we've been kind of dealing with them. It's 1943. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What if you split an atom? <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Yeah, they're like, okay, what happens? It's a lot of energies released. Yeah, the 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 theories have already shown that we don't know how to do it. Uh, we'll figure it out. Well, I I can point you to a, one person, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, obviously, I think his name is Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Einstein guy? I think he's involved. Uh, yeah, I'd be absolutely, and like even worse is that wouldn't wouldn't be good for history either. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> we win the war. Look out for the Russians. <laughs> Don't go to Vietnam. <laughs> has Korea uh, have, have we fought Korea yet? We fight Korea? Okay. That's that's soon. <laughs> Be on the lookout for this. <laughs> like I could only tell you the the day that uh Kennedy gets assassinated because Stephen <laughs> King wrote a book. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it'd be awful. Like it'd be like <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do a lot of cultural impacts and like all the stories that I know would be successful. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, uh, we're getting close to the 90s. So I've got this idea, right? It's about a theme park of dinosaurs. (laughs) And you're going to have like this little virtual assistant that says dino DNA. And like you're just describing just key like only moments you remember. And you're like, all right, so what's going to happen? is a T-Rex is going to be like right there. Right. Um, but when we cut back to it, it's like going to be a, a waterfall like, or whatever. Like it's, it, you'll be like, what the fuck? Why is this T-Rex even there? Uh, how did it get, it was just there. Just, it couldn't have been there because there's a fucking cliff but <laughs> in this movie. It's going to make, nobody's going to think about no one's that. Gonna it's going to care. So good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It's okay. It's okay. Steven. But look, you could change shit like the Matrix 2 and 3. That'd be good, right? <laughs> oh, man. Like, you'd be like... Uh, <laughs> I wonder how much of... Now that you mention it, so, like, it's basically canon at this point that when George Lucas came back to make the prequels, because he had made Star Wars, no one questioned him on that shit, right? Yeah. He was like, we should... Oh, we should make it about politics and trade war. And nobody, everybody was like... Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, you made Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, that seems like, I mean, I guess it's themed for the time that it is right now. I don't know. Uh, I guess they're still Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be Jedi. Okay, all right. Uh, can we give them like some cool new powers or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make them yeah, run we'll, real fast. We'll make them run fast, like 10 minutes into the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And then they'll yeah. do that like to the rest of the prequels? No. No. Nah. Not really. That's just like, we'll do that one scene. And in fact, it'll be really throwaway. You'll see them like from behind and it will like, we won't even make a big deal out of it, but like, it'll still be obvious and we'll never use it again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, enough dunking on the prequels. Uh, My point being is like, I wonder if that's what happened with Wachowskis because they made the matrix. It was amazing. It was a blockbuster gold. Everybody loved it. It Fucking modern classic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So then they're like, 
we've got some really crazy ideas for the sequels and everybody's like, well, I guess, I guess so. You, uh, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, sure. Why not? Made the Matrix. Shit? Okay. Yeah. That's cool, man. <laughs> you want, wait, you want them out of the Matrix a lot? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, real world stuff. You got to deal with that stuff, right? I mean, the whole like story behind that and everything. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, the only really cool part though was like Neo being like the ultimate guy, God, basically in the Matrix. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you know, we've done that. We want to do what stuff outside. That. <laughs> All right, that's cool. I mean, yeah, we want to we want to go to the dirty uh, burning Burning Man world down below. People really like. People really like Neo having those. I, I tell you what, we'll make him have powers in the real world too. What? That what? doesn't make any no, fucking no, no. sense. No, no, no. That's that, <laughs> just because we're you know like when we make a suggestion, that doesn't mean just do it automatically. You're the writers, like figure it out, but not just yeah, he'll have powers in the real world too. <laughs> not that. <laughs> well, so wait, in this scene, he loses his vision, but yet he can still see Matrix shit. I don't even understand this. What's going on? Yeah, it's well, he's be great, the one, guys. remember? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to dunk too much because I I never disliked the sequels as much as everyone else did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate them, right? But they're easy to make fun of. Oh, a hundred percent. Like because it's completely ridiculous. Uh, like it 100%. just percent fucking jumps the sharks so fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is, let's be honest. The problem is the Matrix is a perfect one film story. Like yeah. it it does everything. It tells the story. Neo wakes up at the end, not wakes up in the real world, you know, like he awakens and realizes how badass he is, and that's awesome. And then he fucking says, I'm coming for you guys, and then he flies into the sky, and it's amazing, and that should have been it. I mean, I I know that for I mean, years, if that, yeah. if that was it, I I know I know my friend Matt for years would be complaining about the lack. Why did we never get a follow up to that? It was such a good ending. And, but what the oh. thing is is that Matt doesn't know what real world Matt knows. <laughs> is that it really was a perfect ending? It didn't, yeah, didn't like, do anything else. Yeah. Like if I did go back in time, I'd be like, all right, guys, we just end it right there. I mean, there's no reason to make sequels. <laughs> and like that 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 world no Matt is like, what are you talking about, future Matt? You're just like ah, I've seen some shit. Just I mean, <laughs> uh, but I, I or you could do like just short stories. Like I liked Animatrix. I thought that was pretty. I yeah, mean, admittedly, I liked, while I was saying all that, I I, I liked all the stuff around the the, the yeah. Animatrix. Speaking of the Matrix, since we somehow got there, did you hear that they're going forward with like a new Matrix movie? Huh? With like, Michael Jaleel White. Uh, and they've apparently got the Wachowskis on board to like write and direct it. Michael Jaleel White. Isn't that his name? Who is Michael Jaleel White? Michael B. Jordan? Michael. Oh my God. I may have. Yes. No, it's Michael B. Jo- Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> okay. Who am I? Isn't that the guy from Cosby? That might be Jaleel? the guy from Car- Cosby. I don't remember. That's... No, no, Malcolm... no, no, no. Malcolm. No, this is this is this guy. Oh wow, this guy would like. Why did this guy stick in my head? He was Spawn in the nineteen ninety seven. Oh man, I, you know, talk about something. I wish they would have made a sequel to. Well, no, I like that guy at Spawn. I did enjoy Spawn. Did you? Oh, okay, I mean, it was bad, but I like that guy in action movies. Like, I like 
I liked him. He seemed gruff and gritty. I don't know. I hated that he didn't like also, move on. To, also, like, it's it's stuff. Michael Jai White and J- okay. J- Jaleel White is yet another guy, <laughs> yet another, yet another black guy that I confused. Uh-huh. Oh, it's it's Urkel. It's fucking Urkel. Oh. <laughs> which I remember now. So yes, in my brain, it's a, it's a mixture of Urkel, <laughs> the bad guy from the uh, uh, Black Panther, <laughs> and Spawn. <laughs> this would be a key moment where I would insert like, "Did I do that?" Uh, <laughs> clip in here or something like sound bit. Um, or the little black kid going, "That's racist." Uh, Wolf. Could the I was thinking on on moving on with the the time travel thing. Do you think could the security chip in a credit card advance technology? Like if you went back to the twenties, thirties, or forties, or something like that, and you dropped your credit card that had the, the little security chip in yeah. it. Yeah. Do you think that would have an that could have an impact on technology? Oh, in a in a in a Terminator Two style, like if they found it. Yeah. Uh. Maybe. Probably, probably. Like I don't know how much technology is in that. Chip, right, you know? right. Like, yeah, probably. Right. I don't know. I, I, I mean, again, we're showing our ignorance. We don't understand circuitry. So, like, Jeremy, if he was here, he would say, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Like the circuitry in those cards is advanced, but understandable by someone. For I mean, they were just starting to get to circuits at that point, right? Well, yeah, I mean, even the the card itself, it has a magnetic strip and everything, right? right? That can be read. So I don't know, like, would they understand? Hey, this this is weird. This card has a magnetic strip. I don't know, or they just be right. like, this card has a black line on the back <laughs> of it. <laughs> well, I mean, if they ran a bunch of tests, I'm sure they would detect that it was magnetic, right? Yeah. Or is it? Is it? Is, it's not magnetic. It's it just responds yeah. to magnetics, right? Look, I don't yeah, understand how a fucking chip yeah, card yeah, exactly. works. My yeah, guess I is, fucking put it in. It yeah, works. my guess is yes, they could figure some shit out with it. Uh, I want to combine Airbnb with escape room for a fully immersive scare. Ah, so you're you're staying in the Airbnb and then something crazy happens at some point. Yeah, it's basically like a, one of those prank shows or right. whatever. So you're staying in the Airbnb and you you say it's haunted, maybe in the Airbnb or something like that. And then, but you actually just like fuck with them the whole night. <laughs> the problem with that is like, if they know, like if they're signing up for it. That's what I'm saying. They don't know. Oh, I see. So that's illegal. I'm pretty I'm sure. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it. You mean to tell me I can't do an Airbnb and look through the window in the middle of the night at people? Yeah. And give them like a heart attack and make them think that they're involved in a home invasion. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. You're telling me that I can't watch people shower in my Airbnb? Fuck you. Fuck you, government. Fuck these rules. Fuck the man keeping me down. (laughs) People are such pussy snowflakes these days. I can't even look in my own house. I own the property. Yeah. I got to make sure they're not flushing some weird shit down those toilets, all right? So I need my camera in there. I mean, that's all it's for. What it? Oh, my God. You, yeah. Oh, I see. You think. You sick sons you, of bitches. You get your minds out of the gutter. Or the toilet. As yeah. It be. Get your minds out of that toilet. 
That's all the cameras are for, especially the one in the yeah. toilet. Point it up. Yeah. I mean, I got to get full coverage. Yeah, I got to see if they're putting, like, what if they're putting M80s in that toilet? I mean. Blowing up my toilet. Yeah. What if they're flushing narcotics in my toilet? No, I know it hasn't happened yet, but, you know, that's the thing is I'm not going to get caught with my pants down. Yeah. Only they'll get caught that's with right. pants down. You know, I, I'm i not going to look at their stuff. I'm not going to look at their mm-hmm. their parts. That's not what the cameras are the for. Thingies. I will avert yeah. my gaze because I'll be so yes. so concentrated looking for contraband. Yeah. So yeah. In 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 conclusion, I'm afraid I will not be able to accept my Airbnb hosting privileges any further. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> like Except to, for my iPhone. To, to <laughs> yeah. write, to That's write, all in a letter. Like, <laughs> To Airbnb. Like, <laughs> I've reviewed your policy <laughs> and I find it atrocious. <laughs> it does not jive with my own personal policies. Did you did you read my policies? Yeah. Did you read mine? I sent them did to you, you a month ago. Agreement? I sent the whole yeah. manifesto in the mail to you last month. And to NBC yeah. News and to Fox News and to the New York Times. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if there's a conspiracy theory theory that the Me Too movement was a marketing ploy to bring back Hypercolor. <laughs> you remember Hypercolor? <laughs> like mood rings? Well, that, uh, do, do you remember the shirts oh, that were like change colors when people would touch them? I see. Them? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. You figured it out, Matt. Yeah. You see That's- it? You see, officer? He touched me right here. See? You can see that. Like- oh, wait. It's fading. Look at look 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 right here. Damn it. <laughs> it went from bright green to bright yellow just I in an instant. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you ever see a shoe or boot on the road and wonder, is there a foot in there? <laughs> You're immediately making me think of a movie where that happened or a show or something oh, where they were like, crazy. oh, the shoe came off with the foot in it. Oh, and everybody's like, oh, Jesus. I don't remember what that was from. Yeah, no, no, not me, Matt. Can't say I do. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I suppose I will from now on. So thank you for that. Oh, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking uh, this, this afternoon I was driving back from a grocery store. I swear I saw like a fake squirrel or something on the side of the road. And I was thinking, man, if I was like a PETA person, I would like make a bunch of fake animals and put nails in them and put them in the road. Oh my God. And like, if somebody drove over it, (laughs) then they would get punctured tires. But if they avoided it, they would be okay. (laughs) So you're specifically the targeting the person that's like, ha ha dead corpse, 10 points. Well, I mean, just like it was, I mean, yeah, you'd have like turtles. Oh, I see. And like squirrels, but they would be like standing upright. They'd look oh, alive oh, or okay, something. Okay, okay. So if they didn't swerve to miss it, that, uh, you right. know, and you get like, you know, just other and if they just, or whatever, you know, they're just some animals. poor old lady that um, couldn't get out of the way in the time. Fuck, her. Fuck them. I agree. Hey, I'm into this. 
Well, she's a poor old lady, anyways. I mean, she shouldn't be on the well, road anyway. Hey, so you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, <laughs> and I've been singing that song uh, for years. Uh. Back to the foot thing, back to the shoe thing. And from now on, I want to refer to missing shoes as lost souls. <laughs> you figured it out. You figured out the name of, so my sister, she, she loves, I don't know exactly she loves, but she's always noticed like a random shoe. As you say, it's almost always just uh-huh. one, you know, or a sock. Yeah. And she's like, where's the other? And she right. just she just tends to notice yeah. those things on the side of the road. And I was like, you should start taking a picture of them, and then you can make a book out of them. And she's like, I should. And now we have the name of it. <laughs> yeah, lost souls. Uh, do you think they line? <laughs> oh God, if Matt can't know, this get through this without laughing. I'm worried. Do you think they line car bumpers with Pokemon balls in that world? Line like. It, I was thinking like, yeah, because like that way they don't like other. I was thinking like when they're driving in Pokemon world, wouldn't there be like a lot of dead Pokemon on the side of the street from just being hit by cars and stuff? So I was like thinking, I wonder if they put Pokeballs like on front of the bumpers. So when they hit the Pokemon, it just gets sucked <laughs> into the Pokeball. And like a cattle catcher on a train, die. except it. <laughs> Instead of instead of shunting the dead carcass off to the side, it actually is like, Bloop! and then yeah, it just oh man. I mean, the problem is that that and then is people that's, are like spotlighting it, and then they just start yeah, that's immediately out. abusable. <laughs> people would have these like Mad Max style cars to run down Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch them all, man. Pokemon oh, yeah, literally no. just running for their lives with this just fear in their faces, like ah, pika, 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 pika. Ah! <laughs> I'm coming like, for the you. Yeah, yeah, the lights, shit. the headlights, crest the hill, <laughs> the ghastlies and Gengars. Ooh. Oh, there's some, there's some some Dotrios or whatever. Oh, I'm like a whole herd of them, yeah. <laughs> And it'd be some douchebag like in a documentary mm. talking about it. And he's like, yeah, sometimes the balls fill up and then there's no more room. What are you going to do? Population control, am I right? <laughs> and he high fives his buddy. And he puts his puts his trucker hat back on. They just have like a truckload, uh, like a, a, yep. a whole bed, truck bed full of Pokeballs back in the back or something. <laughs> yeah. I do like to imagine um, now like a real world take on Pokemon where... Oh, there's too many Pokemon in this region. We've we've got to do population control. It's uh it's now open season on to, to, to Pika? <laughs> like just, fucking like giving you like, sad like looks and I'm shit. I'm thinking like like, like, like Jigglypuffs, like what if the Jigglypuffs overpopulate? <laughs> it's, it's open <Yeah>. season. <laughs> there's pictures of people hanging with like Five Jigglypuffs hanging up there down. Well, I mean, what would happen is they'd get turned into Pokemon food because there's uh in the in the video game. I'm pretty sure that you could like turn Pokemon in to get to get food, and they don't make it really clear <laughs> how that what's going on there. So there's a, an animation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, are they just giving you food in exchange for this Pokemon that's now going to live happily? The food, or Pokemon, is it like this hilarious cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> It's made of 
Pokemon. Or is it like this hilarious cartoon I saw where this guy's like, Oh, Zubat, you've been good, but you're hurt, and I'm going to miss you. Oh, and it's playing sad music, and then you see the Zubat go down the conveyor belt and into this hole, and then you hear, here's your food. Uh, nobody wants a Zubat yeah, they're, they're, they're so They're everywhere, right? They're so common. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of uh, Cameo? Dot com. Did you see uh, Stephanie uh, Cameo dot com? Yeah, Stefania. Stefania. She tweeted about it. She had made an account for Cameo dot com. Apparently, Cameo dot com is like where you go for like celebrities and stuff, and you can just pay them money to like do a personalized message. Oh, I haven't heard of this. I've heard of um, what is it called, Masterwork or Master Series or something? Yeah, but that that's, right. that's them teaching so that, you. I've heard of that, but not like so like Yeah. So this is you pay celebrities money and they'll like record themselves on like a phone, I guess, or some shit. That's what huh. it looks like. Of saying, Hey, blah blah blah, happy birthday. Just wanna you know, me and so and so wanted to wish you a happy birthday today, blah 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 blah. And like but there it's pretty impressive, like some of the people they have on there. Huh. They have uh Corey Feldman's on there for $202. I don't know what the $2 is, uh, but 202 Yeah, that's a weird specific. Um, you can uh, get, like, it's just interesting. Like, it was funny to me. Tara Reed's $85. <laughs> that seems so cheap. And then you're like, oh, well, yeah. it's Tara Reed. <laughs> well, when you compare to, like, other people, I mean, like, I know, like, the office people. There's several oh, office okay. people that are on there. I bet Steve Carell's not um, on there. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, I thought about there's. Uh, I thought about getting Dave Foley for you. Is he? He's a hundred dollars. That's to help pay his uh, child yeah. support. Um, weird. But yeah, there's a uh, Troy Aikman's on I there. Bet he he wants five hundred dollars. Um, but it's funny to me because like I was looking through the videos and because st- like you can select a celebrity and they have like their past ones on there and it's just funny to see like them do like three or four in the same outfit and you know it's like they're doing them back to back to back to back and i'm like thinking that kind of wears off the personal to me like it's just like you paid this person to greet me it's not like yeah. a favor or anything i mean they're obligated to do this and like i don't know it just takes it loses something to me like but uh it was just funny to me that 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 exists i guess and that people but i was thinking like you could just steal somebody else's <laughs> i got this for you <laughs> like, it's just another person named right. justin or it's another person named matt like you would have to send them like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you could really fuck with somebody because like it'd be like you know how troy uh from communities like he's a he loves lavar burton mm-hmm. but he absolutely does not want to meet lavar burton so like you could oh, get right, someone's right. like someone they know and get them and and then send like very specific personal information and have them say that to the person like oh hey Matt how's it going um just you know Justin just wanted you to know that it's okay about what happened to you when you're eight and your cat was eaten by your dog that sucks see ya you know <laughs> like. Like some really dark memory. 
But it'd be even funnier to like, uh, like maybe stalk the person for like a week or something and be like, Hey, I just wanted to say, I really like watching you come out of that grocery store. Uh, the other day, you look pretty cool. I liked what you were wearing. Uh, I wanted to say hi, but I just felt so awkward. Anyways, talk to you later. <laughs> like what the fuck? What? Is that celebrity fucking following me? This is fucking creepy. Anyways. All right. That's the last okay. thing I had was well, cameo.com. That's that's I'm glad you told me about that because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean you is should go ca- you should go by for it some and look reason at I it just to see all the celebrities. Cameo with a K, it's, is it? Oh, okay. Oh uh, no, see. I think there's a video game that's cameo with a K. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Cameo with a C. C A M E O dot com. Um but yeah, there's I'm just kind of bl- I like I say I'm blown away. Like Steve Gilbert's on there for like a hundred bucks. Hey, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. That's that's a hundred and fifty. But what what is it? Uh one of the uh people from Shark Tank, uh the older gentleman, he's on there for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Like wow. I'm just curious if like that was like the highest you can go, or if he, right. he definitely thinks he's that worth that, that much, or what? Be the highest, right? Ernie Hudson, hundred thirty-five dollars. <laughs> Busta makes me. Well, feel now good. you're the guy conflating black people. <laughs> Just the big, the big pause. Who the hell? You okay? Hey, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina, teenage witch. D. Snyder, Brett Favre. I wonder. if... Oh man, did you see that OJ Simpson got a Twitter account? Wouldn't it be fucked up if he was on no. there on here? The answer to that is yes, that would be fucked up. It would be. It would be <laughs> kind of Yeah. But yeah, then like yeah. oh man. The only thing I can think of with this side is just trolling people. <laughs> like breaking your friends. Hey, I got you a special message. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh you can get Stormy right. Daniels for two fifty. Yeah, pay those legal fees. But you can get John, a live for five hundred. I love it. I love it. It is kind of funny. Yeah, like this really is just a hodgepodge of people because it goes from, you know, like people we know because we watched Nickelodeon in the nineties to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, famous NBA legend to someone named Helvetica, yeah. who is apparently a radio personality. I've never heard of. There's YouTube stars on yep. here. It really runs the gamut. Uh huh. Yeah. What's funny is I think you have to like submit something to them and then they'll allow you or not. Oh, like to the website to, in order to, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like if on the main site, I think it says like, we're hiring or we're looking for people. (laughs) The the comedic and pranking potential with this is just off the charts. It really is. Yeah. If I had the lotto, maybe I'd do it. Right. (laughs) Rebecca black. Is that the, Friday girl? That's the Friday girl. Oh my God. Wow. She looks so different. How much is she? $55. Okay. That'd right. be a good one to just send like, Oh, we should do that for. Erica. Oh my God. That'd be so good. <laughs> hey Erica. Hope you're having a good Friday. <laughs> Friday, Friday. I bet. I bet. Oh man. I bet like each one of them has like a very, like, specific exceptions of stuff that they won't well, you could, yeah. that they won't do. Like you go to Rebecca Black and she's like, I will not send a Friday greeting that is off the table. Off the table. <laughs> Joe Mixon. 
Yeah, there's several. Like I think uh, James White is on there. Wow, Brandon Marshall for only seventy five dollars. Oh, poor guy. That's man. Speaking of uh, football, animals. What? What's happening to your uh, Tyreek Hill? Man, I'm sorry. I'm just. I just. I. I'm on this website now, and there's an animal section. There's. There's animals. Wait, what? It's just like it's dogs and pigs. I don't know what they do. They're pretty cheap. I mean, comparatively, Theo the uh, German Shepherd for five dollars. What the fuck is Theo the German Shepherd? Has he got like an Instagram account or something? Eggnog the Bulldog is a whopping 25. I wonder what, <laughs> like, this guy has some Bengal tigers. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's a YouTuber that's a furry and it's listed under the yeah. animals. Oh, okay. That's, uh, all right. I don't, did, I guess he wanted to be there. I mean, you know what? Look, it's not for me to miss look, look. miss race. Look, he someone. identifies himself. Right. Who am I to miss a uh, species someone? Right. Right. Who am I? All right. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 417 <laughs> of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. That's letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can like it on facebook.com. Uh, slash Outlandish Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Outlandish Cast. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt, Justin, Outlandish Beats, and Jeremy, Outlandish Jer. Uh, next time, you'll probably just be hearing me and Jeremy because Justin's going on his trip to St. Louis. Yeah. And then after that, you'll probably hear me and Justin again because Jeremy's going on a trip to Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Episode 417, and we will catch you in 418. Bye. Say, right, there you go. say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.